It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Joining us via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line is our guy Jeremy Rutherford of The Athletic. He's our Blues insider, and he's going to tell us right now, officially, whether or not Alex Petrangelo is coming back to the Blues. Go ahead, JR. Right now? Yep. Yeah. Right now? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the people want answers, and we deliver right, answers to people. So tell them. What do they want to hear? Whether or not Petro's coming here. back. Yeah, they want good news. <laughs> We're trying to sneak past a quiet trade deadline, okay? Yeah. No, I wish I had some uh, good news for you. I had a piece uh, last week at The Athletic, and I tried to kind of spell out the situation. And uh, yeah, I believe there's been some communication recently, which I guess can be uh, looked at as a good sign. Uh, but I think it's still a situation where this is a very, very tough negotiation between Doug Armstrong and Newport and Alex Petrangelo, who is a guy who has a lot of sweat equity in the organization, won a Stanley Cup. He's done everything the organization has asked for him, uh, is not looking for top dollar, but at the same time he wants to be paid what he believes uh, he deserves, and, and right now they're not there yet. Hey, do you have a sense for within these negotiations, because you have an agent for a reason, obviously, yet there are there are ties, like there are relationships, and I'm sure that Petro has a pretty darn decent one with Army, one would at least assume at this point. How much do you think Petro just lets his agent do all of it and stays out, and how much do you think that he tries to get in there and work things a little bit? I think that he trusts his agents right now. I think that's the situation. Uh, if you look at Doug Armstrong's history with the agency, Newport, it's been kind of a a tough relationship. Uh, it seems like it's taken a while for those two parties to get things done. You can go back to Alex Petrangelo's last contract. I think he was a couple days late getting to camp. Uh, Jaden Schwartz, a couple days late uh, getting to camp. Uh, Braden Chen, by the way, was represented by the same agency. Newport left them, went to a, another agent, Ben Hankinson, and then all of a sudden the Blues and Hankinson got a deal done for Shen that they couldn't get done with Newport. So, you know, this is one of the top, if not the top agencies in the NHL. And uh, for whatever reason, it's been tough sledding uh, for Army and Newport. But to uh, answer your question more specifically, I think right now Alex really trusts his agent. Does it get to a point where he says, hey, I need to do the talking? Um, I suppose that it could. uh, But I think uh, he's in favor of how they've approached the negotiation to this point. Jeremy, for a team that's in its championship window right now, a lot of people believe that. I think we believe that here as well. And knowing they're probably not going to have Tarasenko available for a while into next season, if at all, and even if he is available to them, we don't know what kind of player he's going to be at the time. So knowing all of those things, how imperative is it they get something done with him? I believe it's imperative, Ronj. I mean, it's easy for me to spend somebody else's money uh, but if I'm going by the words that Doug Armstrong has used, and that's that uh, year three of a five-year window, a championship window, I don't know how you don't sign Alex Petrangelo. And that's kind of what I pointed out in the article right now, that now is not the time to let uh, this guy walk uh, for, for that reason in particular. If you lose Alex Petrangelo, I still believe that you're one of the top eight, ten teams in the league, maybe based on what they've done the past couple years. Uh, but you 
are significantly lose in terms of uh, being able to, I think, contend for a cup and, and be one of those top two or three or, or four teams. And I realize there's parity in the league and, and, and everybody can win, uh, but Alex Petrangelo, I think, elevates the Blues to that level. And you take him out of the equation, you, you look at the defense without him, all of a sudden Colton Preco and or Justin Falk gets a shot at that number one right side. I, I don't think at this point either one of them or Alex Petrangelo. And then obviously there's a trickle-down effect. So uh, it's going to cost a lot of money, and it could cost a lot of term. Uh, but to me, the bottom line is that championship window isn't near as uh, glossy if you don't have an Alex Petrangelo still on the roster. Our Blues insider Jeremy Rutherford joins us right now here on 101 ESPN. JR, of course, writes for The Athletic. What Do you feel as though that Vince Dunn, the Blues' ability to bring back Vince Dunn, who's a restricted free agent, is that tied to Alex Petrangelo? I don't think so. Uh, I think it could be in terms of overall dollars. Yeah, you've got $2 million in, in salary cap. You need to sign Petrangelo if you want to. And then you need to sign Vince Dunn. But here's the thing. Uh, Dunn is a restricted free agent, and he has zero leverage. He doesn't have any arbitration rights, uh, guys. So, therefore, he's going to fit into the puzzle at a price that the Blues are, are probably going to like. You know, I would guess somewhere uh, $2.5 million. You know, I've thrown $3 million out there, but um, he, he just doesn't have any leverage. So, uh, yeah, they're going to need some money to re-sign him. Uh, but I don't think that it's going to be uh, a contract that's going to get in the way of them getting something done with Alex Petrangelo if they need to. Hey, JR, uh, when when you look at – I'm trying to look at like uh, – trying to take this part of out, out of it, right, the Petro part of it out, out, out of it, and just look at the organization in general. When we look at the depth and you dig into players that, that could step up and could find themselves in larger roles next year, what are some of the names that pop up for you? Yeah, I think some of them are names that we've already uh, seen a little bit of, you know, like a Jordan Cairo. I think that, uh, you know, he didn't stick in the lineup, but I think he showed that he can be competitive. And I think there's probably a spot for him to earn next year, especially with Tarasenko out. You know, does that mean he's going to be the top line right winger? I, I don't see that out of camp, but I think that he's going to get a chance. Do we finally see Clint Costin, who had the cup of coffee last year and looked okay? Uh, those are a couple names up front at forward. I think on defense, we're going to hear a lot about uh, Nico uh, Mikola, who, who's uh, the big defenseman, you know, 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, and he looked good in his time. Also next year in camp, Scott Prenovich. Here's the Hobie Baker winner, and uh, he's an undersized guy. I mean, we're just talking 5'9", 175, but he can play. And uh, we've seen around the league, Quinn Hughes, Cal McCarr, uh, some of these undersized defensemen have really had some success. So I think Scott Perinovich uh, is a guy on the back end. So just three or four names that I think that uh, you, you, you can look at at camp next year. JR, break down Clem Costin a little bit for us, just in, in general. Like you said, we saw the cup of coffee. What do they like about him? What do they want him to clean up a little bit? Yeah, so he, you know, he's 18 when he comes over to uh, North America and plays. And so I think once you heard his name, Brad, for a year or two, you're like, okay, well, where is this guy at? But most of those guys, especially the European guys, don't come over, uh, you know, until a little bit later. Maybe it's uh, 20 years old and they're getting a season in the AHL or two, and then they're NHL ready. So I think that's why there's been some pressure on the situation. Hey, let's see this guy. And then when he came up last year, looked pretty good, scored a goal. Give him some ice time. Give him some minutes. So what they like is he's a power forward. He's got some strength. He can go to the net. He likes to stick up for teammates. Uh, he's got a great shot. Those are all the positives, but the inconsistency is still there. And the one thing that, that we always know when these guys come up is 
sometimes you got to put them in a role that they can succeed at. So a Jordan Cairo is going to look better with a Shannon Schwartz than he is with a, a Sunquist and, and a Barbashev. And so do they trust Costin's consistency enough to put him up in a role where he can succeed? I don't think they do yet. So um, if he's going to come up and play six minutes a game on a line with Sunquist and and uh, Barbashev, then I don't know that you're going to see what he can deliver. But the bottom line is he just has to prove to the coaching staff that he deserves that shot. Do the Blues have confidence that Justin Falk made significant progress forward in this uh, playoff series against Vancouver? Yeah, I don't think one series is going to do it. He had the great game, probably his best as a blue. And, and, and overall, you know, the series, I think he was pretty good. I, I still don't think it's, you know, you come away from the series and saying, wow, if Petro leaves, you know, there's for sure our number one right side defenseman. Yeah, I don't think they feel that comfortable with him. My question with the whole Justin Fox thing is, and Doug Armstrong touched on this a couple of days ago, is he said that, hey, let's give Justin a little bit uh, the benefit of the doubt because he didn't really have a role that he could chew on when he got here. It wasn't a situation where Justin could say, okay, that's what they want from me, and that's what I'm going to do. And to me, I kind of blame the Blues there because uh, if you're going to go out and acquire this guy and give him a seven-year extension at $6.5 million and tie up a lot of dollars, perhaps some, some money you could spend on Petrangelo, you know, shouldn't there be a role here that the guy could play? Uh, you know, I talked, uh, you know, they talked a lot about they were hoping that Falk or Pareko could play that left side and, and make it work. And, you know, to me, that's a pretty good gamble when you bring a guy in at that cost and then start experimenting and then come to the conclusion, well, there just wasn't a role for him here. So, you know, that whole situation's been befuddling. We'll see how the Petrangelo uh, talks unfold and, and maybe the Blues are, uh, feel like they're, they're better off with Falk um, there. Um, if Petrangelo leaves, you know, in, in terms of had they not made the trade. So, yeah, I'm sure he's a, uh, an upgrade over most people around the league that they could have if Petrangelo leaves. Uh, but to me, it just hasn't worked out like anybody envisioned. Jared, great stuff as always. We'll circle back with you soon. Be good, my friend. Yep, sounds good, guys. All right, Jeremy Rutherford at JP Rutherford on Twitter. If you want to give him a follow, of course, check out his great work at The Athletic. We asked for your Rhino Shield mic drops on the Cardinals deadline inactivity and a handful of mic drops all center on one criticism of John Mozeliak. We'll tell you what that is. You'll hear from you, the listener, next here in the Fast Lane on 101 ESPN. Want to get hooked up with tickets to the biggest sporting events and concerts in St. Louis? Listen to 101 ESPN for your chance to text in and win on the Air Comfort Service Heating and Cooling Text Line. FanDuel Paradise Sportsbook is officially live in Illinois, boys. Where do I live? Illinois. Illinois, Illinois perfect. Right. So now you can bet money lines, spreads, parlays, props, and more on every game from anywhere in the state. FanDuel is America's number one sports betting app. They've got all the odds. They've got all the odds in the biggest sports. They make it simple to use their app. And at FanDuel, they believe that, hey, look, beating the spread, it's hard enough as it is. So unlike other sports books, and trust me on this one, there's a lot of sports books that make it difficult, FanDuel doesn't make you jump through hoops when you want to withdraw your winnings, Ron. And if you have not tried FanDuel Paradise Sportsbook yet, here's the deal. It, it, because this is your chance now. And for me, I'm a novice at this stuff, but this is a lot of fun. Sports are back right now. And right now, FanDuel is taking bets on NBA, NHL championships, also NFL season coming up as well, guys. 
Oh, we've been loving it, seriously. And if you're new to FanDuel Paradise Sportsbook, you can even place your first bet risk-free. Seriously, I mean risk-free. Place any bet and get up to $1,000 back if you don't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up with our promo code. It's WXOS1. That's FanDuel Sportsbook. Our promo code WXOS1 to get your first bet risk-free. 21 and older, President Illinois, first real money wager only refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires after 14 days. See sportsbook.fanduel.com for details. Gambling prom, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Brown and Crouppen, 222-2222. Do you have a man cave or a she shed in your garage or basement? How do your floors look? Sealtex surface coatings can make your floors look amazing. Hi, I'm Megan, owner of Sealtex Surface Coatings. We use 21st century sealants, not the old-fashioned epoxies. Our multi-step process is four times stronger and ten times more flexible than an epoxy system, and we get this all done in one day. Sealtech can fix those nasty cracks and pitting that the salt leaves behind, leaving your floors not only protected, but easy to clean and beautiful. Do you have a favorite team or company logo? Sealtech can put that on your floor as well. We have 17 colors to choose from, but custom blends are available too. Call Sealtech Surface Coatings today at 636-294-6299 to schedule a free on-site estimate with either my dad or myself. Let our family take care of your family. Sealtech Surface Coatings, 636-294-6299 or visit us at stlgaragefloors.com. We live in a different world nowadays, and the bar for cleaning standards has been raised. Brad Thompson here, and the gold standard for disinfection goes to Ion Environmental Services of St. Louis. Ion of St. Louis not only cleans the bacteria and viruses currently in your environment, but also help protect from future bacteria and viruses. Ion Environmental Services is not just another cleaning company. They specialize in full-service disinfection and sanitation of any area. Kids, employees, customers, facilities will be protected against all deadly bacteria, dangerous mold, viruses, including coronavirus. Ion St. Louis utilizes Steramist, a proprietary technology developed by the U.S. Department of Defense. Steramist is safe and effective for any and all environments and surfaces and at a very affordable price. Check them out online at ionenvironmentalservices.com or call 314-583-0003. The gold standard of disinfection, Ion Environmental Services of St. Louis is your gateway to the cleanest environment. Attention, if you are receiving unemployment insurance benefits, you could receive job training and other services. Because of COVID-19, the state of Missouri is providing training vouchers for displaced workers. Earn a certificate or industry-recognized credential by completing a short-term program. Your local Missouri Job Center can assist you in finding a new career or help develop additional skills to return to work. Register at jobs.mo.gov. Sponsored by the Missouri Department of Higher Education and Workforce Development. Content on 101 ESPN, brought to you by BP. Hey, St. Louis, fill your tank with Amico Ultimate with Invigorate and keep on going. Amico Ultimate with Invigorate at BP and Amico stations. We're right back to it. The Fast Lane, brought to you by Schnucks on 101 ESPN. The measure of a good general manager is to be able to put together a team, a complete team, not just pitching or bullpen, but also the offensive and defensive end. And I think this all just falls at the feet of Mosella. 
All right, that was David via our Rhino Shield mic drop, and we're going to hear a couple other mic drops from you throughout the course of this show that all kind of center on the same theme that David was talking about. In fact, let's hear from our girl Lisa right now. He will not make that trade of big impact. So, no, they won't be making that trade. But is anyone concerned that they cannot evaluate hitting, only pitching? Whew, they're bad. Congrats, Wayno. All right, so a couple, all a couple of things, though. Wayno is all I heard. And we should go back and just talk about Wayno's day for at least the next 10 uh, minutes. Hold on. We, Adam Wainwright uh, on, on we his spent a, We spent a couple birthday. of segments on Wayno. That was all good, BT. It can't all be can positive. They can pitch. Yes, right. they can pitch. You can. But Lisa brought up the hitting. I just heard Wayno. That's why it was at the end. You, know, you want to play that again so BT can hear the part where she said that uh, the offense sucked? Oh, he took off his. He took, oh, he took, he took off, off his headphones. He literally. Brad Thompson literally took off his headphones. So he didn't have to hear it. So he it, didn't have no. to hear it. No, I had an itch. I don't think so. It was in my ear holes. Okay. Is All it right. is it fair to question Mo? And the Cardinals front office when it comes to evaluating hitters. Well, who are who are the hitters in question? Like, what are we? Who are we talking about? Like, are, are we saying they well, didn't evaluate Goldie correctly? So he's pretty good. Um, he's one of nine. DeYoung, they DeYoung. drafted I two. Think DeYoung is solid. The Carpenter extension. Carpenter. I think that we all know that that was not good. There was nothing about the extension that was good. Matt Carpenter, as uh, the player and the previous contracts before this one, just fine. Everything about him, just fine. He was, like, very, very good. And as much as people hate this, uh, and and we'll get tons of texts about it, just remember it in about seven years or so. Matt Carpenter is going to be a Cardinal Hall of Famer. He will be in the Cardinals Hall of Fame. So we can keep crapping on him because he's not been good. But remember, he's going to be wearing a red jacket one of these days, and you're going to go to Ballpark Village, and you're going to be like, Woo! He had 55 doubles. Like you'll remember. Like, well, that's that's what being a fan is, though. Yeah, I mean, you, you want you want production now. The the no, point is to, to do the thing now. Well, we appreciate everything he's done in the past, but now you is don't now, act like baby. it, Ron. You don't act like it. Well, would you guys agree that we should celebrate anytime Matt Carpenter does anything? Yeah, I think I would agree. Okay, at yeah. this point now, yeah. Does yeah. run to first count as doing something? Yes. Yeah, it means you didn't strike out. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. I would, I would uh, quantify the Cardinals hitters that need to be evaluated as Harrison Bader, Lane Thomas, Tyler O'Neill, now Dylan Carlson, those guys. Fowler, Goldschmidt, even Carpenter. Look, Matt Carpenter was coming off a strong season when John Mozeliak gave him the three-year extension. Should he have waited a he year? Just, he still had a year Probably, on the contract. Probably, yes. Yeah. yeah. And then you could get rid of the probably. Yes, he should have. But at least it's a veteran hitter with a track record. When I think of when Lisa says that or David says that or we got other mic drops kind of criticizing Mo in the front office when it comes to their hitters, I'm thinking of the guys that were either acquired like Lane Thomas or Tyler O'Neill, or drafted like Harrison Bader, not turning into middle of the order bats. If you go further, if you go if you go further in the past, guys like Gritchick and Piscotti, they also were kind of in this conversation. Gritchick is thriving. He's also not hitting four for the Blue Jays. Piscotti's a solid outfielder for the A's. He's not hitting four or third. He's hitting six for Oakland. The Cardinals wanted those guys to be middle of the order bats. Those are the ones that they have had an issue developing. 
because they've had to go out and get a guy like Paul Goldschmidt or Marcelo Zuna. They've had to they've had to trade for that guy. Where the misses are is um, the best hitter on this team right now. They didn't draft him. And he wasn't a free agent. It was, it was somebody they had to go get from another organization. And I think that's an absolutely fair criticism. That and, and granted, he is and has been one of the best hitters in the National League for the last several years. Maybe not so much last year, but he was still productive last year. Just not what he was in his time in Arizona. But Paul Goldschmidt is their best offensive player by, a, I think, a pretty good margin. I think that's where the criticism comes in, and that's absolutely fair. They have done a terrific job with pitching. They have done a great job developing pitching, drafting it, recognizing the talent. And who knows, maybe guys like Jordan Walker end up being really good down the road. But to this point, it it hasn't been very good. And what they have right now and the path they took to get to where they are right now, as far as their heart of the order hasn't been good. The process hasn't been good. I understand wanting to wait on your guys and believing in the guys that you've drafted, but it isn't working. They're just, they're not a good offense and they haven't been for a couple of years now. Well, we got a text to the Air Comfort Service text line 65780 and I don't have it in front of me, but it basically called me a homer, which we all know is true. Correct. And then, but then they, they said, uh, DeYoung is solid. BT won't criticize the cards because he's an announcer, such a homer that I hit on that part already, the homer thing. Uh, I wholeheartedly believe that Paul DeYoung is solid. Guy hit 30 home runs for you last year. Did he have some inconsistencies? Certainly. I also believe that he's a gold glove shortstop. I I think he's that good Mm. up the middle, and I think that the defensive metrics will back me up on that. Uh, Javier Baez might be flashier. DeYoung gets the job done, and he will win a gold glove. Put that on the board. Anthony, you want 10 on this? I'll do 20. In his career? Yes. I mean, we can cap it next three to five. You cap it. I want Javi Baez out of the league before I do this. <laughs> um, but I, I, st- I, I believe he is absolutely solid. So there have uh, there have been some guys that they have missed. I'm going to get a text here. It says, Grichik, Ozuna. Ozuna wasn't going to be here. All right? Like, that, that's just kind of long right. and short of it. He, he Just to simplify it, he wasn't an organizational fit. Whether whether you, you think the offense would have played or not, he wasn't going to play here any longer. I think that they had enough of him. Um, Jerko was, shouldn't be mentioned in this, probably. No. Um, he did have a couple of home runs over the weekend for Milwaukee, but maybe that's why. Uh, Luis Robert, uh, certainly. They didn't want to pay. They didn't want to pony up. By the way, the, paying and pony up on some of these guys, well, that's how you're going to change your roster. Luis Robert is an absolute stud. And by the way, I think that for the White Sox, what is he hitting? Seventh? Or eighth, so that's not bad. And then Fam, Fam was one. We were talking about Cardinals trades earlier. That trade looks bad. Yeah, like that, 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 one hurts. that does not look like a good trade. The Martinez one still doesn't bother me a ton. Jose Martinez loved to do, but I don't think that he's going to lift your your overall ship, if you will. Then that's about what, how good Wayno did yesterday. Yeah, he did a really great <laughs> we job. We even talked about that today. <laughs> they actually hit well. Uh, Dexter Fowler hit well yesterday. Yes, he um, did. Good for him. He had a really nice afternoon. Um, but then you know the the rest of the series not so great for them, and and that's been the problem for them all season long. We we knew they were going to be a good pitching team. We knew they were going to the pitching staff was going to keep them in ball games. But sometimes. You need your offense to do something, and I know it did yesterday, and sporadically you're going to get those games where they score seven runs or six runs, 
but it's got to be more consistent. It's it's too much pressure on a pitching staff. They have not done a good job of putting together a lineup, and that's been going on for the last couple of years. It's, it's okay to say that, and I think that we have said that. I want them to get better, and, and that's where being aggressive sometimes whether it's an offseason or, uh, you know, via trade or whether you sign somebody, you have to be willing to do it. Everybody always talks about spending more money doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be better. Yeah, I, I get that. That's totally true. But if you're not going to draft good hitters, if you're not going to develop star players, star position players, you got to find them somehow. And if you don't do it that way, that means you have to sign them. We did get a couple of texts uh, that said Yaris, Yaris, and then a few texts later, damn it, Tatis. So <laughs> there you go. Which is one that absolutely <laughs> slipped through your fingers. <laughs> damn autocorrect every time. I've, we've all been there. All right, time for the gauntlet next. We we need a new listener, so we'll <laughs> we'll challenge. We'll challenge somebody. What? I was just thinking that maybe that's how they missed on Tatis because they kept getting text messages that said Yaris, and the Cardinals like, we don't want that guy. Yeah. Who's we, Yaris? Listen, we don't want him. We evaluated him. We don't want that dude. Tatis, we're interested Tatis in. will take him, but that's not who we're getting text about. Right. The gauntlet's next in the fast lane on 101 ESPN. Become all-knowing in the only subject that matters, sports. Online at 101ESPN.com. CarX Tire and Auto offers the best parts and labor guarantee in St. Louis. Life Plus, lifetime parts and a four-year, 48,000-mile guarantee on labor. Life Plus, service guarantee, only at CarX. Don't worry, call the CarX man. See store for details. Is your backyard filled with rain because you've got a clogged sewer drain? Holy call Hoffman Brothers. From kitchen and shower drains to your main drain and sewer line, Hoffman Brothers will get them cleared out and that water running where it should be, away from your home. For over 40 years, Hoffman Brothers has been serving St. Louis homeowners with service and satisfaction. So if you've got a clog in your drain and the forecast says rain, Holy call Hoffman Brothers. 314-664-3011 or go to hoffmanbros.com. Well, here's a great positive surprise for 2020. There haven't been too many of those. Well, this one comes from our friends over at Diamonds Direct. They are back with the most amazing offer ever. At Diamonds Direct right now, you can get five years, zero interest financing on any purchase. That's right. For a limited time, you can buy anything at Diamonds Direct and spread your payments over five years without paying a dime in interest. It's incredible. How about this? How about a $6,000 designer engagement ring? You would pay only $100 a month. That's with nothing down. How about a $3,000 pair of diamond stud earrings? You know how much you'd pay? Did you do the math? I did the math. Don't worry about it. $50 a month. It's an incredible offer that makes fine jewelry more affordable than ever before. And it's all thanks to Diamonds Direct. Everything's included in this premier financing event. So that's rings, earrings, pendants, bands, bracelets. You find what you like. You divide the price by 60. And that is your super low payment. You can even finance the sales tax. It is five years. Zero interest on anything and everything with zero down for a limited time only exclusively at Diamonds Direct. At all the 270 at six. City Place, it's where St. Louis gets engaged. Don't know what to do about that old car sitting in your garage or your driveway? Repairs are costly, and why pay taxes on it? Here's a thought. Donate it to my friends at Goodwill. You'll get a tax deduction, and they'll even tow it. Goodwill turns the money from the sale of your car into jobs for people with disabilities. And even better, the money stays right here. It's a win-win for everyone. Goodwill makes donating your car easy. 
Check it out at mersgoodwill.org. St. Louis Children's is proud to be the number one children's hospital in Missouri. But what makes us really proud? Kids like Isaiah, who danced his way home after a kidney transplant. Liv, who faced down cancer with a smile. And Tony, the first pediatric COVID-19 patient at St. Louis Children's, who is now home, healthy, and happy. Because rankings are one thing, but childhood is everything. St. Louis Children's. Mortgage interest rates are in the twos. If you're thinking about a refinance, we can drop your rate, get you some cash out, skip two months of payments, and close in 30 days. TheHomeLoanExpert.com. The Home Loan Expert LLC, NMLS number 132641. The 100,000 watt blowtorch for St. Louis sports, driven by Auto Centers Nissan, home of the 30 day return. WXOS and WXOS.